Hi, I'm David Key and welcome to Funky Careers podcast number 16. Get smart. Yes, that's what we're talking about. All of us are smart in different ways. Show of hands, who thinks they're actually smart? Put the hand up. Everyone should have put the hand up because that's what we're talking about today. Everyone is smart in different ways. That's our belief. That's what we're running with today. See, what we're going to do is we're going to delve, explore, investigate your smartness. Now, let me explain this a bit to you. Now, there's this guy in 1983, Dr. Howard Gardner, professor of education at Harvard University, developed the theory of multiple intelligence, basically saying individuals are smart in different ways. That's what we're talking about today. We're not talking about the regular run-of-the-mill IQ smart, the academic smart, though that could play a part in terms of the smartness we're going to talk about or the smarties. But what we're going to talk about is eight multiple intelligences. Well, they're the ones that when the theory started, there was eight back in 1983, but then a ninth one was added to it. But we'll run through those very shortly, okay? Now, I think this is a great theory for people to use to start to find out about where their smartness lies. So it's really important to, you know, see where your smarts are. So I want you to really reflect as we run through the smartness, the smarties or the smart smart part of their multiple intelligences and just let it reflect, let it sit with you because it's like saying these are where my strengths lie and then from that you can sort of say okay this is where my strengths lie perhaps what careers could this mean for me now when you visualize these eight smartnesses um, or eight multiple intelligences i don't have smartness is a word actually but when you visualize these multiple intelligences right just have a bit of a think now be clear you don't sit in one camp of multiple intelligence it's like a Perhaps if you look at a freeze-frame picture of a graphic equaliser, you've got all these things that go up and down, these flashing lights. Now, some intelligence will be high, others may not even get off the ground and be so low, but it's using the ones that obviously resonate with you because they're showing your strengths and that is showing perhaps where your intelligence lies. Or perhaps the graphic equaliser perhaps wasn't the best example, but perhaps a bar graph. If you look at each bar going um, north-south, or perhaps not north-south, not probably the best way to describe it, but going uh, uh, vertically up and down, though you can have bar graphs running horizontally, but the bar going up and down, perhaps you, each bar you relate to a smart level. So perhaps you could look at this as you reflect on these, you may put yourself on a scale to 1 to 10, sort of like doing a manual bar graph, I guess. And then you can reflect at that bar graph, or even if it's a visual in your mind, or you can draw it on paper. And as I go through the multiple intelligences, you could sort of rank yourself. And then you start to see where perhaps the multiple intelligence link in terms of different careers. So let's get smart. That's what we're talking about. Now, the number one smart we're going to look at today is word smart, linguistically, you know, that verbal, where you've got that mastery of the language, um, you know, so like speaking, writing, reading, listening. These are all in that word smart area. But, yeah, hey, what's that mean? Yeah, I'm a great listener. Ooh, I'm a great writer. Oh, I'm great at speaking. But start to turn it around to see what, careers that relates to 
and where the smart sits with you, that word smart. Like some careers could be like a poet, journalist, a writer, a teacher, a lawyer, a politician, even a translator. It's that ability to work with words. Now, the second one is number smart. Now, that's where you get into that logical, mathematical area. You know, you probably heard of aptitude for numbers, but, you know, you detect patterns, thinking logically, reasoning, problem solving, those sorts of abilities where you work with numbers. Now, start thinking about that. Are you good at working with numbers? So it could jump a number of ways. It could go sort of to a commercial field where you can think about accountants, people in business, you know, could perhaps move into an actuary, um, you know, different you have to look up an actuary, but they do do with, you know, working out, basically measuring risk, risk assessments, but in a financial terms, you know, working out probabilities. A lot to do with insurance, superannuation sort of field, going off track a bit there. But then you can come back to scientists and engineers. So they also can have those number smarts. Then we go on to another one, body smart. So about your body, you know, where you use your body perhaps to express ideas, your feelings. Perhaps you learn best through physical activity. Might be something you do. You know, you might like to play games where there's movement. You know, like, you might like to be hands-on. You might like to do dancing. You might like to do building. But all this stuff is indicating the kinesthetics of, you know, using your body, being hands-on and working. So... Once again, that can range. You could be a dancer, like a PE teacher, obviously an athlete, a mechanic. You know, they use their nimble little fingers, get under cars, uh, get on top of cars. And carpenters, you know, work with wood. You know, it could be an actor, a uh, firefighter, even a play therapist. But you're pretty hands-on. You're using your body. You're physically moving around. So start to think about, oh, do I want a, that to be in a career? Because you know what? I can't sit behind a desk. Nine to five. Well, I don't know if it's nine to five these days. But whatever the hours you sit behind the desk, you can't do it all the time. So what we've got to look at is other things that perhaps interest us because we don't want to be stationary. So that's that body smart. Then you've got that picture smart. So that's like that visual spatial type work. You know where you can visualise, you can look at a plan, perhaps a two-dimensional plan, obviously it's flat there on the table or it could be on a screen actually. But then you can sort of say, okay, what's that going to look like in terms of what area it's going to take up, how big is it going to be, what sort of the space. So, you know, some people learn best visually, you know, organising things spatially, creating, manipulating mental images, you know, to solve problems. Some people will work that way. So some people you can think of perhaps a... A surgeon, I guess they're manipulating the parts. Oh, that's going to fit there. It's where the heart goes. Or perhaps that's, you know, that could be a part. Architects, graphic artists, interior decorator. Oh, I think that cushion will look good there. Oh, that couch will look good there in that place on the room. You know, you start to visualise, oh, that coat of paint is going to look really nice. And then I can slot in, oh, that nice little coffee table. So you start to be able to work perhaps with objects and images to best suit a particular space. You could be a sculptor, an artist, perhaps an inventor because you've got to be very conscious and have a visualisation of what is going to fit where and organising those parts. You could be a mechanic, you could be an engineer. See, there's an overlap there in itself, like body smart, you know, you're moving around as a mechanic, but then you've got to be picture smart too and you can refer to a mechanic there. 
because, you know, there's a bit of a visual, it's the componentry there, and also, you know, perhaps an engineer, you might be picture smart. And then you can be natural, nature smart, not naturally smart, nature smart. And that's naturalistic, you know. You basically love the outdoors, animals, plants, field trips. Yeah, that field trip. Who never? Oh, those field trips used to go to in high school on the bus. That's not me. I'm not yeah, I'm not the nature smart sort of person. Sure, appreciate nature. Don't get me wrong. But delving down that extra level of, you know, it being a really fascinating and a passion for me. Uh, that's a self confession. I'm being vulnerable there. But, you know, you love the outdoors, animals, plants, like I said, field trips, the nature in general. You, have the, you love nature and ability to identify and classify patterns in nature. So then you start to think of botanist, biologist, perhaps astrologer, a meteorologist, geologist, land, even a landscape architect. Where They've got that real appreciation in terms of nature itself. And then we move on, yes, but not least, well, it's nowhere near the least. It's the music smart. Yes, musical and rhythmic. That's what it's about. But, you know, you pick up that, you've got that sensitivities to rhythm, pitch, melody, the tone of music. You know, perhaps you learn through songs, patterns, rhythms, instruments, musical expression. You know, it's just there. A lot of this stuff, these smarts are just there, but you've got to sort of drill down, perhaps take, reflect and understand what smart am I good at? And that may take a bit of self, you know, uh, discovery, you know, self-exploration to understand what smart you fit, fit into. Because I could be reading these out and perhaps none, some may not be resonating with you, but once you start doing, perhaps start thinking about it, you might go, yeah, hey, I'm pretty smart in that area. So with music smart, you know, you could be a singer, you could be a composer, perhaps a DJ, and or musician, something like that. So they're smarts. And then we get on to people smart, those interpersonal skills that we have. Where, you know, you're sensitive to other people. You know, you're noticeably people orientated. You like people, outgoing, you like to learn in groups, you know, perhaps be with people, be around them. Um, but you get some sort of appreciation that may come through not necessary. could be the social aspect, but more around, say, you're a teacher or you're a psychologist. You know, you've got that genuine, genuine interest in people and perhaps understanding them or like to deal with them or like to manage them. Yeah, you could be a manager. You could be a salesperson because you just love that interface. Buy it now. Buy it now. You know, you open the, yeah, you just it could be anything there that interests you. You know, public relations, perhaps a politician, but all these are where your people smart. You know, you're connecting with people, you enjoy it. And then you've got self-smart. That's that intrapersonal skills where you're especially in touch with your own desires, perhaps your feelings, your mood, your motivations, your values and ideas. You know, real heavy reflector. You know, learn by yourself, like that independence. Once again, you could relate to a bit of a psychologist. You could be a counsellor, perhaps an entrepreneur, a researcher. You know, these are roles that are real nuts and bolts and perhaps, you know, you like to, you know, understand people, feel your own moods. You know, it could be like a theorist or a philosopher. You know, there's really deep reflection in terms of understanding um, yourself and perhaps reflecting on how it relates to others a bit. And then we have the extensional, I don't think I pronounced that right, intelligence, but that's a sensitivity and capacity to tackle deep questions about human existence, 
such as the meaning of life. Wow, that is a big one. Why, why, why do we die and how did we get here? Yeah, I'm asking that. Well, not every day, but sometimes you do wonder about that. So it's very reflective, deep sort of thinking, you know. So we get into a bit of that abstract theory type area, you know, scientists, philosophers, that area. So we went through nine smarts there. Um, of the multiple intelligence. So thank you, Howard Gardner, for those ideas. But remember, we're not exploring these to the extent of saying whether they're right or wrong. It's open up our minds, start thinking about the careers we can do. And by doing that, we need to understand who we are. And hopefully by looking at these multiple intelligence, you may have one or two that really resonate with you to say, that's where I'm smart. What does that mean in terms of a career? So we've all got something off to offer, right? The tricky thing is always finding it and that takes a bit of effort. So stick with it, keep applying that effort and you'll start to get to know yourself more and more and you'll start to know a bit about your smartness and basically the type of careers that are suitable for you. So this is Funky Careers signing off for another podcast, number 16. Thank you for listening. I've enjoyed it. Not the listening, talking. And hopefully it's contributed to helping you in your career.